let's just make this as valuable as we can. Like we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. That's the best place to be those outside. <clears throat> like I was telling Bryce today, well, you were on Trey. Props to Trey I gave. <laughs> <laughs> when I was talking to uh, Bryce and we were talking about that, you know, connecting when I, and I even told you that today, when I feel so out of sorts and I get out in nature, that's the best way to connect to, to me. It's like, it just grounds me immediately. So. Welcome back to the Forging Life podcast. You just got to listen to a small clip from our May monthly podcast wrap up with some amazing guests to include Marshall Gillen. We had Nancy Laporta and Diane Sassano with us to talk a little bit about spirituality. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am the host, Trey Ryder, and the Forging Life Podcast is about hardships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and the struggles that we deal with every single day. We will have many interviews with special guests, and you can actually see some of these interviews on YouTube, and you can even join the discussion by heading over to Facebook and typing up Forging Life Podcast and join our page. You guys, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you enjoy season number two of the Forging Life Podcast. Nature, climbing, I'm like, God help me, please don't let me another rock. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, I'm so fortunate for both of you being here. And um, I'll go ahead and just kick this off really quick. Um, For those that are just tuning in or watching this as it's streaming right now, uh, to give you guys a little bit of a heads up, some of our guests that were supposed to be highlighted tonight, they're actually traveling the world. And what I'm speaking about, we have uh, the infamous Glenn Lundy, who is an author. He is a, a big time trainer. He travels the world to be able to to speak his messages. He typically goes to um, dealerships to help um, train up their teams and really positively impact their lives. So he's actually, uh, I talked to his assistant and I already knew that was coming up because his schedule is packed and he may not be able to make next month, but he still wants to be able to try and jump into these if at all possible. So hopefully we'll see Glenn Lundy on the next month We had uh, another individual, Byron Morrison. So those two main individuals, uh, like I said, Byron Morrison, he's out in London uh, or the UK. So it's like two o'clock in the morning there for them. So it's understandable that these guys just, you know, they can't always make everything. So I am very thankful that uh, Marshall has come on board. Uh, He was a podcast guest with us this uh, past two weeks ago. And it was an amazing time to be able to sit down and really just have a discussion with Marshall. And I looked, Marshall, and we talked about this in the podcast. I'll get to you in a second, but I just wanted to be known. We were friends um, definitely in January because you were on the first monthly wrap-up, which was for the January episodes. So (laughs) that being said. (laughs) Good point. But – so that was something we had discussed and his podcast episode, I actually broke that down into two parts as well, 
because it was just so informative, great discussions that he and I were able to sit back and talk. So, Marshall, welcome back to another monthly wrap-up. I always appreciate your presence to be with us. You always bring great knowledge, great energy, and passion for what you do to help others. So, welcome, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot, brother, man. I appreciate it. I think uh, it's cool that, uh, like, uh, you know, how things always work out the way that they're supposed to. And whether, like, whatever speakers are here, brother, I just want to acknowledge you and say it's like we all show up because you, you create the container. And so it's like thank you for creating a place of value for us to come and to just have fellowship together. So it really means a lot. I appreciate the opportunity to be part of what you're building, man. And I'm always happy to add value uh, to A-plus players like yourself. And so it was good to see Diane again, too, and having little conversations and getting friends all over the country. So I'm like, why would you not want to be here? I, what else could you be doing more important than building actual real relationships? I think they're missing out. That's what it sounds like to me. Absolutely. And, you know, I started watching a lot of the people that I've connected with have been migrating over to you. So I, I need to like cut you off. You're stealing all of my friends. <laughs> so it's collaborative it. birds of a birds of a feather, bro. You just, you've been on that side of the room the whole time. And I've been on this side of the room and like, we made our way to the punch bowl in the middle. And we're like, Oh shit, you've been here too. And you're like, yeah, me too, man. Like good to connect, bro. Absolutely. It's, it's just amazing. This whole entire community, um, you know, Diane's sitting here and I, I can't wait to have a discussion with her as well. I've been wanting to have Diane on the podcast, but she's just ignoring me. I don't know what's going on. So we'll have I'm to let her explain that. You. I'm not. <laughs> just say when. I can't help. I got all these little people over here. I have to help. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely for you <clears throat> and we'll definitely uh talk about that in a minute but first i i want to honor marshall and his time so we'll, we'll kind of do a quick recap of his uh, podcast episode and uh see if there's any kind of questions either on facebook or if you have any diane as well for him or anybody that decides to jump on this live zoom call if you're watching this streaming Check in the, uh, the comments down below. You should be able to see the Zoom link. Click on it, and we'll accept you into the room. So, Marshall. Hey, Trey, uh, can I ask you a question real quick before we get started, yeah. brother? I, and I'm Absolutely. sure that you would agree. I just, I'm not exactly sure what Diane does. Could we just say what Diane does in case somebody that's watching has questions for us overall, and then she can be part of the conversation just in case? Because I'm not even sure what you do, actually, my dear. I'll give her space right now to just briefly explain or you know, give us a, a quick bio snapshot, who she is, what she does. I, I love Diane. She has been in my life. It, uh, it's been at least a year, I would say. And she's really just dove into and accepted not just me, but my wife and my children with open arms. And I can't wait for you to actually hear a little bit more about her because uh, she, just a huge heart and is out for service and just helping so many. So Diane, welcome. And if you can, just explain a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what your mission is. My life's purpose, I know for sure, and it was solidified many, many times in my life. I am here to serve people. I'm here to help people. I know that anybody within hearing range of my voice, I healed them. And it's always been that way my whole life. I, I just hold space for every single human being in the world, whether they're here 
whether they are across the ocean, wherever they are. And it's just an honor for me to be able to be gifted with, 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 with these abilities to be able to feel what a person's feeling and go to their pain points with them and hold their hands and cry with them and take them to it. And I, I just help people, you know, I've got certifications, you know, to match the science with the gifted aspects. So they both marry. And that's all I want to do is help people have people have joy back in their life. And I guess that's it really. I don't know. How are you helping people? How am I helping people? What do you mean? Am I good? <laughs> no, I, I know you're good. So what do you do? Can you explain? Because that's still very vague. And I can see it on Marshall's face. He's like, okay, I help people. So, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm like, let's get weird. I'm like, Diane, you and, I are, you and I are the same kind of people. I'm like, that's my people. I was smiling because when you said it was your gift, a big old raven literally landed right above me. And if like, you like watch spirit animal stuff, like the, uh, a raven is like a messenger of honesty and truth, you know? So it's like, as you're expressing your truth, I'm like, these are my people. And then a giant <laughs> raven landed like literally right there. And I was like, that's when I looked up and started laughing. I was like, oh, cool universe. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, uh, but I get it. I get it, but you're right, Trey. People that are listening, it's very vague. If you're not uh, into it, like uh, I am, I, I get it. Yeah, I uh, am. I don't, I don't, yeah. Oh, I, I was I was born a healer and I knew it since the age of four. I had the gifts to heal people. And then as I grew, my gifts grew. So then I I was able to speak with people that have crossed over. Um, so I, they I guess they label you as a medium, as psychic and I'm an energy healer. I hold certifications in Riki Lahochi. I'm a, a master and teacher of both. I am a, a neuro-linguistic practitioner. I am a hypnotherapist. I am a timeline therapist. I am a coach for people's lives. I help people find that joy back in their life. And I can feel them because I actually journey with them on that path. And yeah, so. So you're a shaman. Yeah, shaman, medium, whatever they yeah. want to call me soul retrieval whatever they need <laughs> but yeah I'm about it yeah it's just it's it's just such it's to be blessed with these gifts to help people i mean you know i mean i've helped fbi i've helped you know local and state police you know find missing people and children and mm -hmm. you know my god when i'm called to do it you know, how could I ever say no? That's a story that I'll tell when I go on the podcast because it's too emotional for me to tell. So this way then Trey can like, kind of like cut it. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just who I am. How, what you see is what I am. I stop in the store, someone needs help. And all of a sudden they tell me their life story. It's just, you know, it's just who I am. I don't, I don't find me as anything different i am just a person that loves people and that's think, a great think, start to everything is to be able to love people yeah, i know i could talk forever but <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great thing about all of us sitting in this room right now i think we all have that gift of gab to be able to just yeah. sit here and talk to one another because honestly go ahead marshall no, please go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just your thought. I yeah, because e each of us here, as of right now, has never physically met each other in person. 
but yet we sit here and talk as if we've known each other for years. And that's the power of social media. That's the power of really just harnessing people around you and, you know, birds of a feather flock together. It, you know, you attract the people that are just as similar as you. And is no matter where you want to be, if you want to, to get into a different group, you find somebody, see what they're doing, and you start actually doing what they're doing. You start learning. You fail, you learn. And it's just been amazing to have all of you here and just hanging out. So, Marshall, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's. I mean, speaking of that, I was like, oh, that's very awesome, Diane. I do remember you saying that before. But it's actually a good segue into you asking kind of what the podcast was about. Because in the podcast episode, I kind of got started to get weird. We started talking a little bit about law of attraction and how this is all just energy. And literally, it's like when you learn how to master your body and your breath, like when you learn how to master your character's avatar, like within the game, then that's when you start to unlock the whole potential of everything that can come to you. And so, you know, that, that, that's something that's been very obvious to me to go from a broke bartender in 2016 to making a half a million dollars in a year. A, basically two years to making my clients over a hundred million dollars in, in three years, being an award-winning speaker, traveling the globe, standing on stages with the best and biggest speakers in the whole world. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. And so at the age 36 now for me to unplug from that world that I thought was going to make me so happy. Cause like growing up broke on a farm in Illinois, it's like, dude, if you you're taught, like you make a lot of money, then you'll be happy. So I went and did all the things because I've always been like an athlete. Just like, I'm just going to go out and accomplish. So I would accomplish and accomplish and accomplish. And no matter how much I accomplished, finally at the age of like 34, but it's like, dude, I, I, I was not fulfilled. And I felt emptier than ever. And I felt even worse because I felt like I'd been lied to. I felt like they, they told me that money was going to make me happy. Having status, rubbing elbows with these important people is going to make me happy. And it didn't. And so to hear that, Diane, it's, I have these big smiles because it's like, I, I have learned now that it's not right or wrong, any of this stuff, but literally it's not about another strategy. Like, why is it that some of my clients can make multiple millions of dollars when other clients with the exact same information can't make jack squat? And it's like, everybody is rushing the entrepreneur space to pull these, oh, new strategy, new tactic. Oh, let me join this and do that and buy this. And it's like, yeah, yes, like tactics and strategies are good. But it literally all comes down to the energy that you're creating as a human being. And you can tell yourself whatever you want to tell yourself here, unless this right here is in alignment with that. I don't care what it is that you do. You will never create the reality that you actually want. You're always going to have lack or resistance or stress or exhaustion or burnout where you feel like you're just climbing up the hill. But it's like, dude, it does not have to be like that. And I didn't know that. And so for me to hear that, Diane, it's crazy. I just got back literally two days ago from a three-day vision quest I did out in the middle of nowhere. I fasted for three days and was like, it was crazy, but um, I've very much been in tune to that. And so it's like, I'm excited to be here with you, Diane. And I have a lot of questions I want to connect with you with uh, offline. It would be great to just chat with you some more, but um, it's a message I'm really passionate about too. It's like letting entrepreneurs know that like, listen, when you get to that thing that you think is going to fulfill you, I promise you it's not. It's the emptiness is a hurt inside of you. And so um, if you're into that and you want to know more, like that's kind of what the podcast episode was about is me just kind of getting deep and uh, kind of weird and kind of out there, but something I'm going to keep getting weirder about. So people better be ready for it. Yeah. But it's not weird. It's not, it's not weird. Well, to, exactly. To connect with yourself when, yeah. you know, because if, if you don't, if you don't heal thyself or know thyself, how can you, 
How can you help another person that's disconnected connect? Like you were saying, if, you know, you can go all day, you know, with, with your mind, your logical mind, but if your mind isn't connected to your soul or your heart, you're, you're missing, you're, you're still disconnected and you're still looking for the external to fulfill you. And, and it's never going to happen. And that's what I do a lot with my clients. I connect them with them understanding that the fulfillment comes from within because you are the co-creator of your life. You know, you create your reality. If you want to be, you know, miserable, you're going to be miserable. If you want to be happy, you're going to be happy. And you don't have to take other people's emotions and make them yours because they're not your emotions. It's not your thing. You know, and that's basically what I do with a lot of people. Say now he's got me talking. (laughs) No, no, that's that's good. Like I, I, it's an interesting conversation that I keep trying to have with people. I'm like, listen, it, it, everybody's in this rush to use social media or to use these, these mediums to be able to, to say their point, which is fine. But really, if people take a step back and look, it's like, are you really saying your point to, act, to actually help and heal the world? Or are you saying your point from a place of validation where you just want to be right? But you know, I mean, not even if you feel, it's not like, like oh, I want to feel right. But like, literally, even justifying yourself, it's like, why do you feel like that? And if more people could realize that, by creating the energy that you're talking about and tapping into a thing of a life that you do want and, and looking at your world and understanding, understanding that the world is not as we are taught. There's a physical world and a spiritual world that are overlaying each other happening at the same time. And I keep trying to tell people, I'm like, listen, it's like a human universe. It doesn't really matter what you believe. You can preach about whatever you want, whatever side you want, flat earth, round earth, politics, this, that, religion, like it doesn't matter. There's always going to be a narrative to reinforce whatever you believe. But the reality of it is, is that when you die, when the lights go out, none of it matters. Yet, who knows if there's actually a universe that even exists. And if people could understand that, like literally everything that we experience in this reality is literally, it's, it's a direct reflection of your internal thoughts and feelings. Like everything that you think and feel manifests in this physical world as matter. And so um, I, I'm about it, Diana. And I, and I don't mean to call it weird. I just use that sometimes to be relatable, to create a buffer for people who are listening to this, who were like I was three years ago, who are going, no, bro, like you, you, this guy's lost it. He's off the deep end. I'm like, nah, bro, like I've been Mr. Bougie. Like I've done made all the money. I've stood on the stage with the biggest speakers. Like I've done that. And I'm like, I haven't lost my mind. And so it's just an interesting thing, Diane. I love what you're talking about. And uh, I support the message and the mission big time. Thank you. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's- of course. Yeah. Don't it, stop it, talking. <laughs> I never let Trey can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. As you guys are sitting here talking, I'm also monitoring Facebook and we have Irene there. We have Nancy. Uh, Stephanie up, Irene, just Nancy, joined us. Up. Yeah. Stephanie jumped on with us on Zoom here and just sitting back quietly and that's perfectly fine. So thank you guys for being here with us. I know Randy's watching. So you guys are amazing to, to really just save space for us on a Friday night, because I know you could be doing so much other things than sitting us sitting here watching us talk about um, just whatever comes up in regards to the podcast or uh, the different things that we all do. Because uh, what Nancy was saying, uh, let me see, she said, Diane speaks my language. And Marshall, you now know Nancy, or you've been, uh, what do you call it? Uh, introduced. Yeah. You've been introduced to Nancy and she is just jumping on here with us. So she's joining us on Zoom as we speak. So uh, Nancy, thank you for jumping on here with us. And she actually said 
her first comment, a gift is what comes natural. And then, uh, like I said, she said, Diane speaks my language. And that was when you were just talking about the, the energy stuff. And, and Marshall, you're the same way. The, the more spiritual you become, as in just opening up. Like, faith is not, like, just a religion. Faith is believing in something more, right? So it, it's a very big, broad topic. And it's great to really explore that with all of you here. Because honestly, we're in a time of awakening and it is becoming more readily available and people are starting to understand it that much more. So you guys are, are just an amazing piece to my life. And uh, Marshall, there's going to be something I'll ask you later on. I can do that yeah, off of this podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, just, just something I'm thinking in regards to the whole Forging Life platform that yeah. I would like, really like to move forward um, as we continue. So, uh, Nancy, if you're here, feel free to, to unmute. If you want to stay quiet, that's perfectly fine, too. What up, Nancy? When you said that she was on, I was thinking, oh, I, I joined her group and she speaks my language. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm sorry. I was enjoying my grandchildren. You know, I have children and my grandchild came to visit. But I saw you were on and then I heard Diane and I'm like, Diane, you come from where I come from. <laughs> you know, uh, spirituality is a way of life. You know, when you said, I don't know how I do it, but I do it, you know, and you're holding space for your clients, your students, your friends, you know, holding space, I think, is one of the hardest things to do. And not many people understand what that means. You know, um, holding space sometimes is watching people you care, you know, go down into the rabbit hole. But your job is to not tell them what to do, but guide them and hold them, you know, and hold them with love and compassion. Um, you know, Marshall called you a shaman. And it's funny because where I come from, I'm Italian, just like you are. So he's like, you know, we call a witch, strega, healer, whatever name you want to give it. I'm like, call me whatever if it's comfortable for you, you know, because the truth of the matter is that. I believe that the gift was given to us because spirit entrusted us with who we are and what we do. And then I found it interesting because I said to Trey last time, you know, I speak more than one language, but I feel that that's because we were meant to meet people where they are, you know, so and embrace them where they are. You know, we're not above them, we're not below them, you know, we just hold them, we, you know, and we understand them. When I do session, I'm a medium like you. You know, and so when I do session for people, it's interesting what comes through. You know, I say freely comes, freely goes. I don't have to hold it. Um, you know, like today I did session for people who live in the Bible. And so, and I found myself quoting the Bible because that's, you know, that, that was a language that they spoke. Um, you know, I agree with, you know, Trey, we are in a time of awakening and ascension and we have more and more people coming forward asking, you know, what is this? Why I feel this? What are, you know, what is, does it mean to be on empath? Why am I sensing everybody? You know, I don't know what to do. I'm lost. Just too much energy going on. So, you know, and I kind of chuckled a couple of days ago with one of my students because 20 years ago, we couldn't have these conversations. 20 years ago, we would have been cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. You know, it was like, they, you know, it would be way too much. It would have gone over people's head, you know. Um, right now, I feel that our job, if I want to call it that, 
is to keep people to understand what they are sensing, what they are feeling, is as real as they are. So I loved when you said, I help them find their way. It's not us giving them the answer, it's them finding their own answers within themselves. You know, um, I believe that the more we understand us, the more we understand how we function, the more we understand how we connect, the stronger the energy becomes. And the more people we can help to get to that point, the better is going to be for the community, for the world, for the essence in general. That's part, partially why I joined this, because it's like I wanted to understand how do I reach more? You know, my business is, if I want to call it that, my practice has gone to word of mouth over the many years. You know, um, I am a coach for those who, you know, need it, but I never had a coach. So I become a coach for others in the spiritual realm, which I believe you have done the same thing. You know, so when I say that, it's like I'm watching Diane just made it right. And so I'm like, hey, Diane, you've done this. You know what it means. You know, you know what it means to, you know, bring forward the essence of their loved one. Like, you know, for you, I feel like your grandmother's with you a lot. So, you know, and so it's like, you know, she's your companion. She is who guides you. She helps you. You also believe, I believe, if I understand correctly, that you trust Mother Mary's energy a lot. You know, so Mother Mary will come forward and help you hold the compassion and hold the space. Now, how do we teach other people that? How do we teach other people that what they see and hear, what they feel in their heart is as real as they are? When I started to watch what Marshall does, um, it's interesting for me because I watched him going from I can make tons of money to now I want to help people, you know, and understanding that you leave this world with nothing. You know, I always say we come in with nothing, we leave with nothing. You know, we come in through a tunnel, we leave through a tunnel. You know, is what we do in the middle that really makes a difference. So, you know, again, it's like, how do you teach other people to understand that part? You know, so, and I think that's where people like you, you know, like Diane, myself, Marshall, Trey come in, is helping people to understand that chasing the rainbow, chasing this, I must have, I need to have more and more and more, is not what it is, is doing what makes your heart sing. You know, people ask me all the time, what is my gift? What is my purpose? What am I here for? You know, and I tell people, ask yourself, what is the one thing that comes so easy to you that you don't have to think about? So for me, it's connecting with spirit. Diane, I'm sure it's the same thing with you. You know, it's like, it's learning to breathe and learning to, you know, your heart beats and is the same thing. And then I've learned that what you're here to do is the one thing you fight the most. You know, the one thing that you go, I'm never going to do it. So for the last four years of my life, I've been challenging myself to go to that one thing that makes me the most uncomfortable. Because that is really what you're here for. You know, so we are here to, you know, for me, I've said it for many years. I used to say, I hate the spotlight. Okay? That was my thing. And then once that one day, Archangel Gabriel said, number one, you're not speaking, I am. Number two, you're in the spotlight even when you're doing one-on-one -on -one because the light is on you because you're shining the light. So I was like, darn, I don't like that explanation. So now I do events and now like I have an event on Sunday and there's, you know, 40 people showing. So it's like, okay, I don't know them. I don't know what they do, but I'm going to help them, you know, bringing hope and bringing the joy and understanding. So the spotlight is, you know, I've learned that I need to remove that, you know, and then embrace it. So I think that that's where, you know, for us who are searching, what are we here to do? How do we get there is embrace 
what you fight, you know, embrace that difficulty that you, you see as a difficulty. I've learned to look at it as a challenge, you know, and bring it that way. And, you know, the other part has always become, what do you charge for? How do you get there? You know, I've learned that when I'm in the flow, the abundance comes and I don't have to keep on going. It's too much, it's too little, you know, that conversation, because that's discussion, you know, that is distraction, you know? So it's like, now my goal is to help more people to understand who they are, connect to their soul energy, and then move forward. And, you know, I'm not going to compare myself to someone else. I'm me. I'm weird. I have my own quirks. You know, I have my own, you know, silliness. Like I said to Trey, you know, I always say I speak a simple language. But, you know, Wayne Dyer's spirit has showed me that simple is what you need. You know, you can talk, you know, like Diane, I'm sure you can understand, you know, you can relate to that. I have people that go, you're an empath, you're clairvoyant, you're clairvision. I'm like, slow down, stop for a second. That all those words mean is that you're using your five physical senses. That's all it means. So you can tell me you're clairvoyant. Guess what? You're hearing, you know, you're seeing. Okay. So and the more you do it, the more you use it, the more things are going to come forward. So don't sit here and put the big title, you know, and I feel like because, again, he's like when I go to people and they go, but I want to hear better. Um, so I'll never forget. I had a young man that kept saying, I don't hear anything. I'm like, OK. And I'm like, just trust whatever comes. He calls me from work one day and he goes, oh, my God, I got a full download. I heard all these things. <laughs> It was so exciting to see him and understanding there wasn't like this lightning bolt that came in, you know, and did all this. He was just that he simply trusted. And all of a sudden they were like, here, let me give you something else here. There's a little bit more. The more you trust, the more you're in the flow, the more joy you bring, the more they'll give you. And I, you know, I said it today to a young woman. I said, if you have faith, if you trust and you believe things come, you know, it's the same in manifesting. We use it every single day, right? We say, if what you think, what you say is what it becomes. I can take it to the spiritual realm. I can take it to the Bible realm, but it's the same thing. If you just say things just because somebody told you, nothing gonna happen. But if you feel it with your heart and if you live that part, then things are going to come to you. But anyway, I said enough. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah, it is true. Because when people do that, well, teach me, teach me. So I do mentor people along the way. And they say, well, how do I know what it feels like? I says, come here, hug me. Mm -hmm. Just hug me. Let me hold you. And this is what it feels like. And then, you know, then, then of course they start crying. <laughs> it's kind of funny you say that because I have a young man that helps me with, with my website has been helping me for many years. And he made me laugh and he goes, if I can put Nancy Essence in a bottle, and we can send it out, you know, like a 15 minutes with Nancy, you know, and people can feel good again and feel revive again. You know, that's all we need to do. I'm like, let me figure out how to do that. <laughs> but, you know, I think sometimes people just need simply hope, hope to know that, you know, they're okay. And, that, you know, there is more to come into this life and there's not as complicated as we make it to be, you know, so it's like embracing. So embrace who you are. Right. They, I think people also fear, they fear the unknown. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but, but you're, you're, everybody's born with gifts. It's just how awakened you are, or how you choose to use your gifts. You know, they say, well, you can do this. I says, but so can you. 
Correct. How do how how do I know if my husband is here? I says because you're talking about him, so you feel him. I says you just need to just stop doubting. You know, listen from here. Stop listening from here. Listen from here. In your heart. And I agree. I agree with you, but I think one of the challenges that most people have is that there's this pre-programming, you know, we call it self-limitation, you know, self-limiting, but there's this pre-programming and that, you know, the world says, this is how it's going to be. You know, I think that where Trey come, Marshall come, you know, all of us come is that there is all this pre-programming that we have is self-programming, is society programming, that we are supposed to work hard, we're supposed to do this in order to get to this point. That's truly not the essence of what we are here. So when I connect to those who are in spirit, many people, you know, many times I ask, do you smell this? Do you feel this? And they're like, yeah, like that's their way to let you know. But they go, well, what if it's me making it up? And even if it was you making it up, didn't it help you? So, you know, go forward. But I'm going to agree with you because you're, I believe, Diane, you're like me, where it's second nature for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I tell people I used to play with spirit when, I, you know, I trust spirit more than I trust men. That's my thing. <laughs> you know, when men let me down, you know, when my family let me down, when thing let me down, spirit was always there. You know, the essence was always there. When I listened, when I followed, things just fell into place. Other people don't have that trust. They don't have that connection, that faith. We can teach them how to get to that point. But at the end of the day, they have to do their own journey, just like you had to, like I had to, you know, like Trey does, like, you know, Marshall does. And some people, I feel like they have to hit rock bottom before they can go back up to the, you know, to the light, to the source. Right. It's, it's, it's a matter of, you know, I think when you, when we say faith or we say religion or we say spirit, people right away, put it in a box or put a label mm -hmm. tell people. I says, when I'm talking about faith, that is, that is, that is the beingness of who you are, you know, right. whatever, what, whatever you're feeling, that's an innate knowing that, you know, it's so because you feel it within your being, you know it so. I, and I'd laugh when you say, because my friend in England, all the time she says, how do you know this stuff? You never study, you don't research anything. How do these words come out of your mouth? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because they talk and I listen. And, and it's just like when I'm asked to find a child and that you would talk about that. I'm like, oh my God, she's speaking about, that's like the worst thing for me to, when they get up that phone call, can you help us find a missing child? And I'm like, oh God, why, 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 why me, please? And, and I just learned if it's meant to be, I have to just do it. And, it, and it's just, you just know, how would I know? You know, how would I know that, you know, you go over there or you do this? Yeah. And I'm just saying, I said, you've seen it. I said, you've seen videos, you've heard, you know, transcripts of me talking to this or doing that I don't know how I do don't you know you're asking me a question that I can't answer all I know is that they talk you just need to listen mm -hmm. and you know and since I was four I mean before you don't know what you are but you know I guess Trey may want me to save that for when he interviews me tell that story <laughs> I'm I'm just actually honoring this space right now because the discussion that's going on is just truly amazing to be able to sit here and, and listen and such great points that everybody has right now. 
And, you know, I'll be honest with you. When I, I first kicked this off, I was wondering how it would go. And, <laughs> you know, Randy, my wife, had, had basically said, you do you. You know, just honor the space and get out there and do what comes natural. And that's kind of my own words. But in, in general, you get the point. And really, really, Diane and Nancy, uh, Nancy, I don't know if I, it's okay. I talk about the uh, Forging Life Intention Setters group with the, okay. the coaching call. But we had uh, Nancy as part of the Forging Life Intention Setters membership group. And that's where we do some different trainings uh, each month. And we do a, a group coaching call afterwards for anybody that may have some type of uh, questions within six key areas of your life. And this is something that I, I speak about in regards to uh, business and finances, relationship with the home. You have personal development, education. You have the hobbies and recreation, spiritual and religion, which obviously that's something we're sitting here kind of speaking about now in health and fitness. But all of it kind of coincides with what you're doing. So maybe you don't have your own business. And but guess what? Finances is there, too. And that may need to be a, a bigger portion. But uh, when we sat and we started having our group coaching, Nancy was talking to us. And one of the things that Nancy was having a problem with is English is her second language. And as long as you're okay, still with me, Sharon, I know you, you, can, you were not in your head. So that's why I wanted to make sure that was okay. But um, one of the other members in that group is an English teacher or was an English teacher. And she said, you have phenomenal um english that you're sitting there speaking and that that was one of your your setbacks for yourself is your self-doubt and to be able to know that hey this person teaches us for a living or did so now it's the question of are you going to hold it back and then one of the other things is you were talking about getting on video mm -hmm. so when i saw you in the comments that's why i kept saying hey come join us come join us because this is, you know, you talk about the spotlight, but it's not about the spotlight. It's about holding space for somebody that needs to hear that message. And so I'm very happy and excited that you came up here to, to speak with us as well. So thank you. It was funny because my grandson was just going down for, you know, to sleep and he's on, he's going to be four. And I was like, okay. And then I saw you on, I'm like, oh gosh, I, my hair is a mess. I'm a mess. I've been running around with him. And I'm like, who cares? Let me go talk to Trey. <laughs> so it, it, that's a big step for me. Believe me. It, it, so Diane, did you used to have issues or uh, self doubt when it came to doing stuff like this? Oh, sure. Um, from the t well, when I was four, I told you when I when I was, and I had my little friends, <laughs> and I remember my mom sitting me down. It was just before I was going to turn five, and she said to me, "You know, you can't talk like this because you're going to school next year, and people are not going to understand that. So then you're going to be made to feel uncomfortable." You know how she was trying to explain it to me, and then that's when you know certain things happen then you know it's like a story I can't say it right now because I get like really emotional but you know and then I went to live with my my grandparents because I felt so isolated and shut down and when and then when I was there I had free run of the farm I mean I was like by myself happy and all that and you know I didn't know who I didn't know what you know what it was I thought there was literally something wrong with me and 
thank God for the nurturing, as Nancy says, my grandmother, yes, my grandmother is always with me. And I had a bond with my grandmother that if it wasn't for my grandmother, I probably wouldn't be here today. And I just learned as I grew up and she just would, you know, she helped me hone my skills and each and everything that ever happened to me, you know, going to school, you know, I would, I'm, I'm a loner. I think today I still am a loner, even though I talk a lot now, I'm more outgoing where I was always an introvert because I always kept myself quiet. So I didn't have to explain myself to people, you know, because the first words out of my mouth was, oh, you know, you know, your mother is here and she's telling you hello, you know, and people would like, what, you know, or I would go hug somebody, you know, and say, it's okay if you're not feeling well, you know, let me, you know, and these people would, you know, literally like, you know, what is wrong with this child? And then I just learned from the, re the reaction from people that I couldn't, I couldn't be me. And, and as I got older and I, and I connected with people that were like me, I learned to be, you know, more, learned to be much freer. And now I'm totally open. And even, you know, that if I go on a date, you know, it's the first thing I say out of my mouth, you know, this is what I do. This is who I am. You know, I'm a woman, but I have these gifts and, you know, some people will freak out and some won't, but yep, they'd run away. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you know, it's, this is me. This is who I am in totality. Accept me for, for this beauty that's inside because this beauty fills so many lives. And, and that's, that's my purpose. That's what I'm here for to, to, to bring, you know, all those doubts and those fears that I had my whole life. Now I say to myself, you know, I can go, you know, on a video call with a mother that I just got off the phone with the state police. And they said, you know, can you please, you know, talk to the mom or the parents, you know, and, and tell them, you know, and I'm dying inside because I know what I saw and I have to, you know, position it in my head, you know, and make the words come out beautiful for them. And then I say to myself, I don't have to do that because they're just going to make you, know, they're just, it's just going to come, you know, how can I not do that when I can see that they know that their child, you know, went to heaven, you know, how could I not, how, how could anybody that has these gifts not be able to do that for for a parent or for, you know, for a mother, dad, or whomever it is, whomever I get called to do this for, you know, and, and, I, and I'm sitting there looking at these people or I get a phone call from these people and, and, and they don't know what to do or what to, they tell me, we'll give, we wanna do something for you. I don't need anything. I say, this is what, this is what I was born to do. So, you know, and that's where I think that I so doubted all those years and I was so in fear of being me that I can't say I regretted that because I, I must, I had to learn that because it wasn't my time to, 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 to help or to be there. And maybe, you know, I don't know. I, I know says, I mean, they tell me plenty of stuff to do and say now. So if I was supposed to do it, then I guess I would have done it, but I did it in other ways where, where it was safe for me safe where they would keep me safe. Mm -hmm.
where, you know, someone wouldn't like lock me up because doctors didn't understand what we were, you know, yeah, um, they, it wasn't just doctors, you know, you, you yeah. talk about, you know, religion, spirituality, right. you know, it's like for me, like you were talking about faith and I feel like, you know, when I tell, I tell people, you know, you pray and they look at me like I'm weird. I'm like, no, no, I don't mean it this way. You know, you're talking, you know, you people don't realize that, you know, their wishes, their hopes when they release them, you know, that spirit, essence, universe, source, whatever name you want to give it to can hear you, you know. Our intentions, I tell people that we are energy, we are intelligent energy, and energy flows, energy moves, energy doesn't stay stagnant. So again, you know, it's like, again, I feel like spirituality and religion sometimes are misunderstood, you know, but when you talk about there, there's certain things that people who are truly gifted, I call it the natural, so I believe you are. <laughs> you know, we don't understand what it is because it's so second nature. You know what I mean? And so, but like I heard you say, you know, when you were four, I was about five years old. So about the same age, I had a total experience. I was still in my physical body, but I went to visit the other side. And when I came back to my mother and I told her, she said, oh, shut up, go to sleep. <laughs> so I did not have that nurturing, embracing mother, you know, and anyway, and then at about six years old, um, it came from somebody who I really love. And uh, one of them is no longer in my life. I heard, don't worry about it. She's weird. <laughs> so, you know, and when it's somebody that you love, you know, so since you were little, you heard you're weird. You know, and this comes from your mother and your father it doesn't come from somebody else, you know, so you get programmed to think you're weird, you're unusual, nobody's going to like you, nobody's going to love you. And but yet what we are here to do is show people love, understanding, compassion, bringing hope, bringing joy and helping people feel connected and feel that they belong into this world. But um, absolutely. You know, and I think that it is a struggle, but I think that embracing ourselves is one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, it de definitely it, it is because that I mean, I live my life exactly how how I talk and how I am, you know. In in um 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 an advocator for people, you know, and, and Trey knows I'm an advocator now. I'm a, um not only I have my own clients, but I'm here at West Point, so. I also help advocate for some women, you know, that have gone through like major traumas, like haven't talked about it for years. You know, these women aren't looking, you know, when you sit here and you talk to them, they're not looking to, to get revenge or, or payback. They just want to be heard. They just want someone just to sit there that gets them they get, they're like all over me. I got chills like all over my body now. And you know, they just, they, they have, their story has to be told. Same with the dead. Their story wants to be told. And we're, and I feel like we are the storytellers of their life. You know, things that maybe they couldn't say when they were here in the physical world or things that they couldn't say or things that, you know, they meant to say and they got sidetracked in life. And I, and I really believe that's what we're here for is just to tell the stories. We're the storytellers. You know, and, and that's how I feel. Yeah. I would like to bring Marshall into this really quick. And <laughs> it, no, there, there's some amazing talk that's going on. And I would like to hear his piece on this because what you were talking about that both of you had said is at the you know, age of four or five that you 
weren't accepted. And, you know, Marshall, with the the things that were going on with him, uh, there were things that when he started, I would like to hear his piece about how he felt, how he overcame uh, the thoughts of what was going on and kind of how it affects him now, like what's going on with that. Yeah, I just, uh, I, Nancy and Diane, I mean, I'm just sitting here for listening to the conversation. It's just so amazing. I, I, I feel totally included. Um, and it's actually just a, such an affirmation for me in a time when I'm like going through my awakening, you know, it, it, to hear your guys' stories and to understand what it must have been like to discover that so long ago, like you said, in a, in a time, in a culture, in a society when you know, we weren't in that age of enlightenment yet. We weren't moving into that new dimension. I can't even imagine like how alienated it must, it must feel. And so it's interesting to hear that because, you know, I, I, I think I, I kind of figured out I had this gift like um, probably about five or six years ago. And I remember telling my girlfriend at the time, and which is crazy for me to talk about. Cause like I said, I grew up blue collar on a farm, like Mr. Standout athlete, like good old Mr. American boy. And so none of this, I didn't grow up religious either. So none of this was anything. And I'll never forget I, in San Diego, I, I had been there for a couple of years and I, I was out on my butt and I had to get a new place. And I found a place on Craigslist and I ended up moving in with this lady who was about 20 years older than me. And uh, she would talk about weird stuff all the time. She was a yoga teacher and she worked with a shaman and she was energy and she would have all these, these uh, Hawaiian traditions. And I thought it was so weird. And I was just, okay, whatever, Laura. But at the time, I remember telling my girlfriend, I was like, I feel like there's something I'm supposed to do with energy. I don't understand what it is. I'm like, I don't understand it. Like I just, people, I, I can look at somebody and I just know their story. And, and forever, she, she would just criticize me over and over again, which I know now was just my subconscious programming reflecting the reality of me not being enough, which is how, why we all get in situations that we don't like. I didn't know that then. And so I, at the time I was like, well, I feel like I'm supposed to do something with energy, but I just leaned even harder into speaking, teaching people to tell their story, getting paid to speak. I leaned even harder into that. And there was more and more of a disconnect until I, which I've talked about so many times until 2019 when something finally broke. And I, I, in 2019 in March, I knew that I was supposed to be a healer, except it was so gross to me and so far removed from what I thought my life was supposed to be that I, and I, which, I was, my life was one of self-judgment in comparison, which I didn't know then, but I can look back now, but that's exactly what I did. And so when I started to feel these gifts that these ladies are talking about, the first thing I did was deny it because how can I go from being this guy of the world to talking about how plants can heal you and you can get in touch with sacred medicine and there's these meridians in your body. And did you know that matter isn't real? And like, and so what I did is what Marshall does. Cause I wanted to be validated. I went out and I started trying to tell the whole world, Oh my God. And I burnt down my business and I did all the things. And what I found is I just created what was already inside of me anyways, because the knowledge doesn't really change it. It's an acceptance and a belief. And so I did what I was been doing my whole life, which is trying to help everybody so I could validate myself and prove that I'm worthy of love and acceptance acceptance except you don't I didn't that wasn't how I felt so my reaction to chairness with people is a lot like these ladies are explaining you know just the last couple of minutes and so I got even more disconnected and it's funny that Diane you and I started talking about nature in the very beginning because at the end of 2019 I finally burnt down my business I was leaving San Diego got out of my five-year relationship left ever I mean everything behind I didn't know then which I just found out about 45 days ago that that was the beginning of my lesson in, in attachment which is literally what my, my life lesson is here with this life contract is that I, my being is supposed to dis, is supposed to learn att detaching. 
But in 2019, November, I left everything behind. I moved into nature. Like literally I live in a cabin in Montana in the mountains now. And, and if you would have told me six months before that, that was a thing I would do, I would have laughed in your face. And it wasn't until then that I found God or the God of my spirituality, which was in nature. When I started to realize that nothing really matters and everything is either life or death, there's nothing you can do. Like this tree I'm looking at and this bird I'm looking at, like not one is more alive than the other. It's just different expression of life. And when I could start to understand that and accept that, which I didn't find, which I know people hate hearing until I got still and alone and I stopped distracting myself. I, I, I personally uh, had to give up. Uh, I went sober. So that changed my life. It was 119 days ago now. But when I started to learn these things, I was starting to see, clearly see how I was attaching myself to these different distractions and addictions. And, and that was literally what was causing my reality to stay in a loop and create itself. And so because I'm Mr. Western culture, I had to know, I had to, how does this work? And so I dove into epigenetics and quantum physics and quantum mechanics and all these different the sacred teachings and all these things, uh, 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 Ayurvedic and uh, I mean, everything, right? And so I collecting all this knowledge and what I finally realized, and I, I said it early in the beginning, and I'll be telling the story soon because I know it's going to be such a disconnect for so many people. I, I, I was out on a hike this past weekend on Memorial Day, actually, and I stumbled across a spot uh, and the Blackfoot uh, uh, Native American nation is really big where I'm from. And there's this lot of sacred ties to this land in this area with that culture and that belief. And I was out, uh, we were about 100 miles out in backcountry, no nowhere. And I was standing in, I was standing in this grassy field next to this river with these mountains. And there was something that was like, I, I just told my buddy I was with, I was like, I feel like I want to stay here. I don't even want to leave. And so literally, um, I, I fasted that whole day. And then I went back and I camped there for two days, completely fasted. And I had this vision quest next to the fire all alone with nothing for three days in the middle of nowhere. And to make this longer story longer, it wasn't until literally like two days ago when spirit came to me and they're like, yo, bro, like you are a healer, your gift, like that thing that you've been denying that old girl was telling you that like is so um, pretentious of you to think you can look at people and know, like spirit told me the other day, they're like, no, like that is your gift. And so to hear what you guys are talking about, it's, it, it's so crazy. Like, I mean, it's not even crazy. I don't want to say that it's so magnificent that the universe manifests this experience for me. Trey's like, Oh, I, you know, these people aren't here and these people aren't here, but I got to sit down here and listen to you guys from the universe reaffirm like, yo, bro, you're not crazy. And this is true. And there are healers out there and there are people that need to hear this message. And so even though I feel a little scary, like uh, Diane must have when she was on that hike and you're, you're saying you're about to fall off and you're grabbing onto these vines and like, you're taking the hard way up and you got to the top. And some people were like, that's how I feel with my life right now. I feel like I've been falling off the mountain and I've been hanging on these vines. And I feel like right now I got to the top and I'm listening to you guys be like, you took the hard way. Like, I'm like, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. And so, yeah, Trey, I mean, it, that, that's kind of why I've been quiet and just absorbed it all because it's just, it's just such an experience. And I just feel again, so blessed to be alive. And it's just such an affirmation as, as time and space kind of ceases to, exist out here in Montana for me. I'm coming into this new realm of experiencing life. And it's, um, I just keep saying it's like juicy and magical because I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. And so I just keep waking up and experiencing it and uh, it's getting better and better every day. That's all I can say. Thank you for sharing, Marshall. I really do appreciate that because, you know, everybody has something to be able to contribute no matter uh, what's going on or what's being said, whether you, you feel the energy, whether you just believe it, maybe you don't believe it, that's okay. Um, you know, even for myself, do I feel like, uh, well, let's just 
call it what it is. Like I, I'm not tapped into anything necessarily higher, even though we're always receiving things, but I don't realize that as of yet for myself, I do feel very empathetic. That's what leads me to be who I am. And, you know, when I sit there and, and I'm passionate to listen to other people sit there and talk about what's going on. That's why I talk about this book that I want to write. And uh, there's so many projects that I have going on, but it, you know, just to be able to help people to really engage with one another and understand a different viewpoint is just, it's something that I definitely feel passionate about. Um, you know, you definitely have those that are very alpha male-ish and may not necessarily be uh, on the, the empathetic realm. And I'm very happy that I guess I grew up the way that I grew up because I don't know if I would actually be doing the stuff that I'm doing today if it hadn't been the journey that I've been on. And what I thought was right in those moments wasn't always right, but that led me to where I am today. And it's so much better. Um, you know, some of you may know, and I'm not going into my whole life story, but you know, from being thrown into jail to having my dad pick me up out of jail and just the only word he told me was how disappointed I was or disappointed in me he was. And that was like the longest car ride. And that was right before I joined the military. That was part of the reason why I joined the military. But uh, some of you know about, uh, I speak about my mom who had a huge alcohol problem. And one of the things I never really did is I never really grieved about it. And I felt like I had to be stronger for those, you know, everybody else around. Me. So I don't know if that was part of what's still bottled up inside of me, because there was a lot of things I've, I've talked about it where, you know, I, I had to put her in a wheelbarrow to, to get her home because she was drunk, passed out at somebody else's house. Uh, I've, I've talked about how, you know, I come home from school and, you know, she's knocked out. She tripped and fell or stumbled, hit her head on the coffee table and, you know, blood all over the place. And the things that, you know, having to be to, to really go through. And that led to, for those that know my sister, Carol, she's the one that really stepped in to be the mother. But I know for her that she wasn't ready she did an amazing job to me, I feel, um, just the connection that we've had, but she still needed that motherly figure, that person to be there to, to support her and who she was. And going back to you guys, that was the same thing. You maybe didn't feel as if you were supported and felt and heard uh, through the things that were going on. So, and all of that being said, thank you for really just sitting back and sharing so much of what's going on. So. And I would also like to uh, welcome, we have, uh, even though her, her screen says Maria down here, I actually have her on my Facebook as Rosita. So uh, if you would like to unmute, feel free to, to talk to us. If not, that's perfectly fine as well. Hello. Hello, Trey. Oh, wow. I finally get to be in the Zoom meeting here on your group. Hi, how are you guys? I'm Maria. I'm from Pennsylvania close to Philly, the Rocky statue. I just came back from um, Orlando, Florida. I had a great time. I would like to, to tell uh, how much do I have time? I like to go ahead, you're fine. 
yeah, my experience, uh, I was actually going in the wrong crowd, uh, alcohol, and, and then I moved and turned myself around. You know, uh, my father was sick from cancer, family relatives, they were sick, you know. This, it's really hard when you have family around and, and you're, you're trying to help yourself to get out of it, you know. But I, I learned that you have to surrender everything to God. Like I made a covenant that I'm gonna do this in the right way, the right directions. Because there's a lot of distraction, detours, or people who's gonna hurt you and bring you down. But I'm actually doing great right now after meeting Trey and the Tony Robbins, the Combat Challenge, and all the challenges within the group. Uh, I'm actually doing modeling and traveling now. So I wanna help other people as well for the healing powers. I have the healing powers. I got it from my grandmother. Yes, you know, and I just have it. When you have this energy from other people, you, there's something about you that you can bring to them and help them and bring lift them up. They don't realize that. So if you had that power, to make someone to get out of that situation, please do. And that will bring you more even greater than yourself. So that I would like to say that's my experience. I actually wanna do skydiving for my birthday. Is this my, but I'm planning to, but I don't know, I'm scared. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's always something skydiving. that we're scared about that is holding us back. But if it's something you truly wanna do, go after it. You know, that's the only way that you're going to grow, just like everybody here. The only way that we get where we're at is by going after it and really just pushing ourselves to the limit. Because when we do that, we can become more. And even if we get out there, I'm not saying in, in regards to skydiving, but <laughs> if you get out there and you fail, <laughs> you still get something out of it. So just don't fail when you go skydiving. That's the moral of the story. Actually, I was in a different meeting with my company, and they're talking about fears. And it's something about it led me here that Marshall was talking about. It, this is the, the energy, the manifestation. There, there's something that God gives you a message. It, it tells you to lead you at this you know, direction, and I'm here I am. Thanks a lot, Trey. <laughs> I'll, take that, I'll take that as a good thanks a lot. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm blessed all this year that has come with the pandemic. Absolutely. And so for those that have been hanging out with us, like I said, I, I had no clue where this was going. And sometimes it's meant to be that way. And, you know, I wanted to come on. We had, this is really for the podcast. So if you're listening and you're on here live now, this is something that will become a probably a two-part series for the podcast. And why okay. is that? Because there's always good information, even if it helps one person. And, you know, same with when I talk to Nancy in the group coaching, if it just helps one person, we, we've done a job. You know, that's what it started out. And when I started this podcast and I got so wrapped up in the numbers and Diane, I don't know if you were the same way or not. But look at those numbers and you might have like two or three people that actually listen and you know you're one of them. 
like you're listening to your own things just to be able to have that next number. And then you're like, okay, well, my dad said he listened. So, you know, like maybe there's one, one or maybe two people that listen. And that was, you know, starting out. And the thing is when this podcast started out, somebody had reached out to me and said that, um, you know, it was actually a good friend of mine. He's told me how our, our messages just through the podcast has helped him from being homeless. So I knew somebody else, even if it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, it's still helping. We're still making a difference. So I, I honor each and every single one of you that has come out here to even just speak your piece, because it doesn't matter if we agree or disagree. It's not about us to do that. It's about somebody out there may need to hear it. So thank you. And with that being said, I know we, we try to keep this generally about an hour and a half and uh, Marshall's ready to go hug the tree behind him because that's what Diane always tells people to do. So I, I'm just waiting for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. I, um, I do, I, I, I do believe in the science behind hugging trees because it's, it, it is weird. Right. But uh, there is a science actually behind it, but it's funny. People will think um, I, I talk to the plants and the trees. And so like uh, in my back, like where my cabin's at, there's like, there's like my yard and there's like these, all these trees that kind of like outline it. And so I'll go out there in the morning and um, I know that I was born to stand on the biggest stages. I don't know why. And I, I argued with that for, I, I dealt with that for a long time thinking it was just ego but it's a vision that I've had since I mean, I can see this clear vision. So point being is I don't know when that is or what that's supposed to look like, but every morning I practice for it. So I get my coffee and I go out to the trees and I'm like, I act like I like the crowd because there's so, I mean, there's thousands, the mountainside billions of trees in front of me. And I just walk out and I'm like, yo, what's going on everybody? Like, how's it going? And like, I talk to the trees or I'll be driving down the road and there'll be deer or turkeys there. And I'll roll down the window. I'll be like, yo, what's up, Turkey? I love you. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm big into like all that stuff. So um, you probably will see me hugging that tree now that you're talking ish about it. <laughs> where, is where is he from? Marshall. Hey, he's up? currently, do you want to share with where you're at now? Oh, you tell I'm in Montana. California? I live, no, I live in Flathead Valley, uh, Montana, right, right outside Glacier oh, National Park. Yeah. I've been here for about 10 months now. It's terrible. You will hate it. Uh, nobody come. It's the worst. Unless you're coming in August for my retreat, then it's good. But otherwise, it's terrible. <laughs> wow. You guys get a lot of snow, I heard. Yeah, we do. It's, um, so I've been, living in San, I've been living in California for 13 years and 12 years in San Diego in 11 hills, like at the beach. And so this past winter was the first winter that I've gone through in a really long time. But I remember how hardcore I get like this, like seasonal depression, which I completely forgot was a thing. Cause when I was in Illinois growing up, especially on the farm, um, I, I used to get that. And so the, living in Montana has been great, but it's been a struggle because it's like, I, I can't drive anywhere. I can't go anywhere. It's constantly cold. Like I just went on a hike today. Uh, I was in just a pair of shorts. And I got to the top and I had to turn around because there was so much snow up there still. It's like, it, it's been so cold here. And so, yeah, it's interesting, but um, a lot of snow. Wow. You're on a zoo. You guys have internet out there. It's so nice for like three months, <laughs> like the most gorgeous weather for three months. So I don't know. I might have to get to another place in Sedona or something and go back and forth. 
Well, with us going to North Carolina, you're always invited. That's where I want to end up having one of the retreats at. So, um, and I'll be honest with you, it'd be amazing to have all of you there. So um, yeah. that's something that is in the, the plan. I know when you and I talked on the, the podcast about doing a retreat, well, it's yeah. just not going to be able to happen because I, I set a date. Man, I didn't even think we're still trying in the middle of trying to close on yeah. the house by then. So it just won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be realistic on that one. So yeah, for uh, sure. but it, it definitely is something in the mix and it may end up being springtime to prepare uh, to, to push through the, the summertime or something like that. But looking forward to that too. Well, it's a good business uh, model for any coaches or healers or uh, consultants out there. Retreats, multi-day workshops, you should do them because they're very, very profitable, very good margin, and they're very helpful. So I like it. Trey, I'll be here for it when you go down, when it goes down, buddy. So, uh, and as we get ready to wrap this up, is there any closing remarks or anything you would like to, to leave with those that may listen to this or are listening now or on the podcast later? So Marshall, we'll start with you, my friend. Anything I want to leave people with? Um, man, that's, that's so good. I, well, I would just say, uh, you know what? First off, the first thing I would say is make sure you subscribe to Trey's podcast or you join the group or uh, get involved with the intention setting that he's doing because what I have found over the last six years of working with people and helping them take control of their life and their businesses is that people lack clear goals. They lack clarity in what it is they actually want to create. And so until you get clear on that, it's going to be tough. So definitely link up with Trey. But as a parting message, I mean, I would say, listen, like we all take a look at social media and we're all looking around and we're comparing ourselves to so many people, but I got news for you. Even the people that you think are at the very top making the most money, they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. None of us know what's going on. None of us know the answers. We're all just trying to acquire the most information we can and do the best that we can. So please, 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 if you're listening to this right now, don't judge yourself against somebody else's journey. That'd be like that tree judging itself against that tree and being like, yo, bro, you're crooked. He's like, I'm straight. And they're like, like, it makes no sense. And so just show up and be you. Try your best to live in service. Heal the things in the darkness that you have inside of you and go out and serve the world. Super simple when you keep it simple. Outstanding. What a great message in closing remarks. And yeah, you've been an amazing uh, supporter of everything I do, and I, I can't appreciate you enough. And uh, if there's anything that we can do for you, uh, is there anything that you're currently working on or that uh, you would like to tell people about? Because I know I had to pull it out of you in the <laughs> podcast episode. Yeah. So look at my eighth chakra lit up right now for this whole moment. Isn't that crazy? Um, anyways, um, anyways, no, it's I. This is the thing we've talked about nonstop. And I appreciate you saying that, Trey. But what I'm finding out is that people, people don't understand how to take control of the reality and literally manifest what they want. And if people could understand the 12 universal laws, like they could take control of anything that they want in their life. And so I'm on this mission to figure out, well, how do I teach hard charging, ambitious, performing entrepreneurs like me? How do I teach them this stuff? And so literally what I've tapped into is this sacred energy, this, this medicine that's just a shamanic energy medicine. It's nothing crazy. And I accidentally learned it through being in nature, through putting my feet on the ground, through getting in cold water and meditating and visualization and this whole entire thing. And so just recently, I brought some entrepreneurs out to the middle of the mountains and we did this three-day retreat and they were like, it changed their life. 
They're like, I had no idea that I could be connected to myself. And so if you do want to link up with me or know anything about me, I have a retreat that's coming up in August. It's a shamanic energy healing retreat. It's three days long and uh, it will change your life. I don't do anything like mother nature and like y'all do it, do it yourselves. I just hold the space. I just create the container and create the reflection. So if you're about healing your body, your mind or your soul, link up with me and let's talk. And what about Sundays? Oh, Sundays, man. Hey, listen, I, oh man, Sundays, I'm doing this whole shamanic journey. Uh, every Sunday, it's completely free. I don't want anything. I literally just went and got this like rattle that the Navajo, like uh, Native American tribe made. It's like all official and I got a whole bunch of stuff. So like it's going down. We're going on a journey. If you have trouble being present or if you suffer from anxiety, come hang out. It's only 20 minutes long, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every Sunday, self-love Sundays. Come see my new rattle. Be rattling it around. We're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna fill up your cup. So come see me. Thank you, Trent. I appreciate it so that, much, Big Brother. That's that's live, right? Yeah, it's live. It's 20 minutes every day. This is the thing. It's like us as entrepreneurs, we get going so hard that we don't take time to fill up our cup. We're just constantly pouring. And so somebody was saying it was either Diane or, or Nancy just saying about living in service. And I'm like, God, I've made my whole life about money. I'm like, what can I actually do? And I'm like, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to show up and create this sacred container. And if so, and the people that are meant to be there will be there. And I don't know, maybe someday that self-love Sunday, I'll be like a freaking service that's on some TV. And I'm like with my rattle and I'm like, hey, so it all started. Who knows? But come on Sundays and uh, be part of the beginning. Say you're there. Outstanding. If you can, if you remember, please tag me. Uh, yeah. Because I, uh, that's the best way that I realize what's going on. Even though like I pulled that out of you and I know it's Sunday please tag me so I can uh, yeah. hopefully enjoy that time too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I forget you got dad and husband life going on and uh, I'll definitely do that. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can find you. Can you drop us the link or put it out there somewhere to him? Because I don't have a way even to reach him. Marshall, you got to uh, unmute yourself, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, it's super simple. If you guys go to sacredwarriortribe.com, sacredwarriortribe.com, you can get instant access to it. It's completely free. And then I can stay linked up and be like, yo, we're going live. And then you can be like, hey, and be present and do awesome stuff and love yourself and feel your cup. Marshall, <laughs> what? you can also uh, share it into the spiritual connection with Nancy. Okay. Um, it is a group where, you know, there's a like-minded people. So, and they will be very glad to, you know, see it. And especially if you do it live and you'll record it, yeah. you can watch it later. Because yeah. uh, in the group, we have from the West Coast to the East Coast and outside of the country. So, you know, so just put it in there. Yeah, that's it's such a generous idea. offer. I really appreciate that, Nancy. And I just want to say real quick that I've been looking in your group and it's just so packed full of awesome stuff. And when I heard you were talking, I was just like, oh, I love that Nancy already. And I don't even know her. So if you're listening to this, you're not part of Nancy's group, you should most definitely go join that too, because it is bad to the bone. Thank you. And Diane, it looked like you were trying to say something there for a second. So please go ahead. Oh, I was going to tell, yeah, because I have... Uh the my psychic medium group that's a private group so definitely what? yeah i'm not even part of that yet i know <laughs> what i'm doing immediately when i get out of this <laughs> yeah but definitely so that's that's a private group so definitely there are there's always people that are sharing in there i love to appreciate share people mm-hmm. thank you diane i appreciate you so You're much welcome. you know the one thing that i love about this this whole system a every first Friday of the month, we do this, where we we come together, 
whoever is actually on, if I notice people commenting on Facebook, I always try to drag them in because mm -hmm. you just, you never know what happens. And every single one we've had somebody or it's, it's helped benefit not just like that person, but everybody as a whole, because, you know, right. Marshall, you're able to connect with this person or Diane, uh, you get to connect with Nancy or, you know, Maria being in here for the first time to really just sit back and enjoy the energy as she was sitting here quoting in the comments. And, you know, it's the space, it's the container, like Marshall said. So thank you for, for being present, for coming here no matter what happens, somebody will always get something out of this. So Diane, is there any closing remarks or anything you would like to say or uh, share before we jump off? Um, well, I would, I, would, I would like to leave with anybody that hears this now or later on to know that there's always someone that will hold space for you. And you sometimes you just have to be able to not be afraid to, to ask for that help. It may not come in words, it may just come in silence, but just know that they're, you know, I think people always say that they're alone in the world and they're not, you know, it just could be that quiet moment that you take that stillness within yourself and take it because I think if you just listen to yourself, you, within yourself, you'll know that you're being heard because your answers are always, you know, the questions that you have are always answered. And, you know, if you hear this, any one of us that are on here, you know, we're here for you, just reach out. So, you know, but that's my biggest thing is people think they're alone. So, so if they're feeling alone and they really resonate with you, what you're talking about right now, where can they go to link up with you or whatever you might have going on? Um, on Facebook, it's uh, Healing with Diane. And uh, my website is healingwithdiane.net. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Mirror Mirror Podcast. I mean, I do videos all the time. So I'm, I'm always talking. But definitely come into my groups. You know, and if you want an invite, um, you have to be invited into my uh, medium and psychic group because that's a private closed group but the healing with diane page is open to anybody and everybody awesome thank, thank you, you so much for being here tonight <laughs> diane and uh, you did an amazing job talking with bryce earlier today which i saw bryce was going to try and be here as well but uh once again being friday and family time uh that's i told him look you know family definitely needs to come first so uh, Nancy, I would like to turn it over to you, see if there's anything that, uh, any closing remarks you would like to leave somebody with, uh, anything that's going on in uh, your realm, so to speak, of what you do uh, that you would like to let people know about. Um, I will kind of continue where Diane started, which is, you know, to remind people that you're never alone. Um, you know, and it's just not about the physical, it's also the spiritual part, but to always try to find that inner peace and, uh, you know, that, that to trust, to trust that what you're feeling, what you're seeing is correct and to keep on dreaming, you know, never give up, uh, never say never, 
you know, it was like, don't, you know, and I know that they seem like many cliches, but the truth of the matter is that if you, many people say, what is the biggest thing that, you know, we fail? And I say, it's try. If you don't try, you're never going to know. So don't stop trying. You know, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Somebody's going to say no. Okay, maybe that was the wrong person, you know, and remember that if you feel that there's an obstacle, I look at obstacles now as a challenge, you know, a challenge to grow, because that's what we're here for, you know, and, uh, you know, for many leaders, um, we felt alone for the longest time. And, you know, and I felt it used to feel like nobody's going to understand. So um, keep looking because there is a tribe. We, each one of us has a tribe, each one of us, you know, a group that we can connect to and talk to. As for where to find me, um, I have a website, which is nancylaporta.com. Um, I am on Facebook and I am on Instagram. Um, if you're in Virginia Beach, I do my, you know, events in person, but um, I connect with people. I do have a group on Facebook, which is called Spiritual Connection with Nancy. It is private, but it's visible to others. So you can ask to be invited in. And then there is a private group where it's called, it's called Awaken. That is by membership only. Um, and it's for people who are already, you know, on their quest, they've taken workshops, they understand what that means, and they're going a little deeper with their ascension and their, you know, their better understanding of who they are. So I call them my little mediums and healers in training. Um, so, and there's a lot of them who are already starting to teach. So I've seen that, I look at it this way. Wayne Dyer used to say that it is not an ocean without a drop of water. All we are is a drop of water in a bigger ocean. So trust that whatever you do has an impact as a ripple effect on someone else's. So continue doing what you are. Show up, do what you need to do. Be honest to yourself and be honest to the people you help. So that's mine. Very impactful. Thank you so much, Nancy. And you just came out with something. So can you share real, real quick in case anybody might be interested? Um, oh, <laughs> you're talking about my ducks. Um, so I, I for for years, um, as Trey said earlier, I kept feeling that, you know, um, one of my limitations, self-limiting belief was that being, you know, English was my second language, that people wouldn't understand my messages. Well, I've learned that when I'm channeling, that doesn't exist. But I also had, I've had a dream, a vision for many years. Many people who do the kind of work we do, the spiritual, you know, um, they use Oracle decks or, you know, tarot decks. And so, and usually if you look at a Oracle card, that is a, there are words in front, which when I was teaching, what it did is it helped, it allowed people to think that all they needed to do was look at the words and they were, they were not trusting their own gut feeling, their own intuition. So I created a deck of cards that has only pictures in front. That is no words whatsoever. The message is in the back. And so um, it's in my second, is right now in the second edition process and it's out in, you know, up in for the world to see. This is the deck. And it is on my website. And so I started pulling cards and doing little readings from it um, to help other people. Some of my students and my clients already use it. And so um, I actually had photographers and friends and clients who borrowed me or gave me the gift that made their pictures. So literally that is, that's all that's in front. It's like it's different. So, um, and then the messages in the back. <laughs> 
So I just reprinted it and launched it. And so it's out there. So it's a new tool for people to use. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. To swipe over so I can see different people. Me, it keeps going. Okay, I have you on my my computer down below, so I have to look down as I'm talking. Um, but thank you so much, Nancy. I'm I'm so happy that you thank you. you jumped on here. You joined us, and uh, I wish you get everybody just the best of everything. And I want to actually bring uh, Maria in here really quick before we jump off. See if she, this is the first time she's been here as well. And uh, is there anything that you would like to state? I know I saw the comments that you were putting about, uh, was it you want to be an actor or actress, right? No, I'm getting into training to be an acting and it's dealing with your emotions. We just had classes. I was just in New York City, so. We, we are getting coached by the experts in the, in the industry. So uh, it's a question mark. <laughs> okay. So is there any uh, closing remarks or anything you'd like to leave with everybody before we jump off? Uh, yes, I would like to say thank you for hearing for the other uh, people here and meeting them. And I actually been talking with Trey on the Facebook. Now I finally get to be on the Zoom. So I, I'm hearing your stories and and I'm like, Diane was saying about being a medium and all this spirituality, that that's actually, in, I, I kind of learned, um, I, I was taking some class for the Mind Valley, Chakra Mantras. I have friends who have, uh, who's, who are sick and they learn about the drums. I, I put incense. I have, I have my meditation that I have to get in that peace and calm state from having the anxiety. <laughs> you know there's there's a time like i just need my peace my time and myself my inner powers you know absolutely i think every one of us do and when we don't have that time that's when you know the anxiety and depression really just kind of build up in everybody so um definitely hopefully this uh, group you'll be able to connect with everybody here because that's a great thing everybody is open arms here and uh, I just, I honor you for being here as well. So thank you, um, Trey. Thank you so much. And the best of your journey. And if there's anything we can do to help you, please let us know, reach out. You know where to find me as always. And for you, this is the first time you've been here. Every first Friday, this may change depending on uh, what the poll says. I'll have to put a poll out to our group. Um, maybe we need to change it from a Friday to like a Thursday so that because of a summer and everybody preparing for weekends and stuff so it wasn't an issue during the winter time and uh with with covid but now things being open i think it it'd be better to have um more people to be able to ask those questions for anybody that's on the stage because honestly that's what i love about this so no, but yeah thank you thank for being you. here and stephanie i i know uh you've been hanging out with us and I just want to honor you for being here with us tonight and uh, just stepping forward to, to share the space with us. So I will leave you guys with one thing. And I always tell my kids this as well is, well, let me back up. There was a post I did, I think two days ago, and I put on there. Um, if you think you can, you will. And if you think you can't, you won't. And that's the same thing that I talk to my kids about is the fact that they can get anything in life that they want 
they're not entitled to everything. So therefore you have to get out and you have to go work for it. And the biggest problem we all have, every single one of us, is the working for it part because we want that that now. We want that satisfaction now. So I urge you guys, that's why this is so amazing to be here. That's why I started the Forging Life Intention Setters membership is to really just hone in and answer those questions to to really have that, you know, that bird flock, that tribe to really just lift each other up. So that being said, um, what am I offering? What, what's going on really with me right now is I just revamped my, my website. So I'd love your guys' feedback on that. Um, I literally just got done recording right before I jumped onto this Zoom call with all of you. Just got done recording um, my last video for my goal setting masterclass that is going to be going live right now. So um, if you guys are willing and able, if you wanted to go through some of that, I will open that up. Um, but for those that are sitting here listening, that is available for you right now. I, I created that because just like what Marshall said, um, everybody will sit here and talk about goals, but nobody truly understands the whole backing of the emotional attachment and how you can truly, uh, what we say and what we do and how we write things out really plays a huge factor in our overall success. And the things that I talk about in there is the accountability, the reticular activating system. Like, what does that have to do with goals? And a lot of people don't know there's a lot that has to do with it. Um, it I have a, a bonus video in there about um, how to overcome procrastination. That's part of it for you guys as well. So that is what's going on. That's what's out there. But for me, it's just asking you guys to go check out my website, see what you think of the new layout. So. And that is www.forginglife.org. So thank you guys. I appreciate you. I honor you all. And I look forward to doing this again. Same time, um, potentially same exact day, first Friday, maybe first Thursday. But I will let you guys know. So as always, make the rest of your night the best of your night. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the Forging Life podcast, I ask you this. Take a moment and head over and rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you enjoy the most, please just take a moment so that way it will help get this episode or episodes into the ears of somebody else. And if you would like to join the discussion, make sure you head over to the Facebook page, Forging Life Podcast, and join us there.